had a chicken. Mama had a cow. Dad, Dad was proud. He didn't care how. Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, uh, we are looking back at cow and chicken, or as I like to call it, not Ren and Stimpy. Um, <laughs> make of that what you will. Yeah, uh, I prefer to call it lunch, but yeah. Well, yeah, there's that as well, I guess. Um I mean, first and foremost, one of the first things, this never occurred to me when originally watching the show, and we'll get into our histories uh, with it as, as we go through the episode. Uh, I didn't watch this extensively, to be honest. Um, so I know what it is, know of it, saw it back, back in the day and stuff. But the very first thing that occurred to me when watching it for this is, why is it called cow and chicken? Because it's not a chicken, is it? It's some form of hybrid chicken alien thing. Well, no, no. They're, like they're, they're a cow and a... Rooster, basically, because yeah, the cow, cow is a cow, cow because yeah, it's, cow it's not bull and chicken. Shit. Yeah, no, but it's not bull and chicken, is it? No. It's cow and chicken. So surely the chicken should also be a female and they should both be sisters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not the weirdest thing in this show by any stretch of the imagination, but it's no. just something that has bugged me a little bit. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I mean, it's I, I do like the way that they put it right up on front street in the credits where I say, you know, mum had a cow, mum had a chicken. So yeah. what? Just get on with it. It's like no, there's dad, no, dad was there's no need for explanation. It's just like, well, yeah, fuck yeah. it. That's what happened. So that's how we get. That's how we're getting past that. Nobody's going to ask because we've said don't know, don't know how. So tough. I mean, it's kind of it is kind of insinuated that there is that there has been bestiality though, isn't it? Because yeah. you've got the whole thing of you know, dad was proud. He didn't ask how, as if like he knows something's wrong. Yeah. But you're just gonna just gonna let it go. I mean, it's, it's the fact. Punches, that, I mean, it's a cow and a chicken as well. So, yeah, and, and their their age difference. There's an age. There's a couple of years age difference between them as well. Is there right? I do. Yeah, I think that. chicken is supposed to be eleven and cow is supposed to be seven. Jesus, I I could make no discernible kind of narrative out of any of the episodes I watched. <laughs> no, I couldn't either. I mean, I've only got that from reading. I mean, you can tell from the way they speak and so the way they you know the way that their characters sort of behave that you can tell that one is definitely considerably older than the other but no, the fact that one's 11 and one's seven i've only got through reading it i didn't yeah, get that I, from the show i would not have picked up on that at all because like whenever you see them in school they like i just assumed they were in the same class and stuff mm, yeah um i mean I, I didn't get i didn't get to see enough of it this time around to really dwell on it too much i think i only because they're only in sort of six or seven minute skits aren't they um so i, yeah. I watched about half a dozen of those um just to get a flavor of it. i mean i did watch this when it first came on so it came it came out in 97 in the us uh, on cartoon network and then it appeared here it was on smtv um in about 1998 which right. would have been just about the time sort of you know, saturday mornings i'd be getting up with a hangover um and like well fuck it i'm, I'm watching cartoons so bollocks to everybody and this was one of the ones that came along and there was a there was another section to it as well um so you had two of these skits and a third skit which is about five minutes called i am weasel yeah, don't even, well, we'll get into that at the end as well. And, and actually, um, I've just before we go any further, I've got to apologize. I've just yawned twice, and there's a third one coming. Um, so sorry if you're on video. I'm not bored. I am just really fucking tired tonight. Okay, uh, for reasons I haven't properly slept since Saturday, so I'm I'm running on very little sleep, and I just cannot help myself. I'm sorry. So, Fair so I. I'm I'm fully here, guys. As much as I can be here, I'm not having slept for like three days. I'm fully here. I'm just I'm yawning because I can't help it. So, don't take that as any kind of reflection on the subject matter. Um, yeah. So it, you're right. It was it was on SMPD, uh, SMTV. Sorry, SMPD is us. Tired again. Tired, guys. Okay. Um, so I remember as well seeing it on Saturday morning. I remember it actually um, more than I remember the show. I remember. Uh, me and my social group at this time, we all would have been rapidly approaching our early 20s, using it as a weird call and response greeting, um, <laughs> particularly in the pub. I don't know why, but there was very much a thing between us of cow, chicken. <laughs> and I I don't know how or why that happened. We had and the same thing. 
that is one of the main things that it was a bit like Marco Polo. That was one of the main things I remember about this show was our just weird call and response whenever somebody showed up to the pub. Cow, yeah. chicken. There were about four or five of us in our group, and we used to do the same. And I've not spoke to anybody since we ever used to do that. So that's quite funny. Weirdly, yeah, weirdly, I, I never knew anybody else did it either. I thought it was just us being fucking weirdos because oh, we yeah. were. Uh, so not ashamed of it um but yeah i it wasn't that i didn't watch it it was just something that was on that, like this wasn't a show that i was like oh i've got to watch counting but as you said tended to be on a saturday morning so i tended to be a little bit worse for wear and how the hell like like i guess this is one of those shows where particularly when you're at the age i was at then to so say rapidly approaching the end of my teens moving into my 20s it's one of those things where I guess it's hitting the sweet spot. So that's probably why as a group we were let it like just like letting it wash over us. Because I'll be honest, I have and again, lack of sleep has probably factored into this, but I've been watching it for a week and a half now, ready for the show. And I have found this difficult to sit through just one like seven minute segment. How the hell I could have done it with a hangover is beyond me because this thing is a fucking onslaught. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, between the, the pace of it, the, yeah. the colour palette as well, the colour palette is fucking mental. It looks, i got to be honest, it, it looks horrendous. Yeah. I, I, I really do not like the way this looks. Nothing wrong with the animation, but just yeah, it the, the, looks the, awful. The coloration, like, the character design, it's all really fucking weird. Um, yeah, it's really, really fucking odd. Um, so... I don't know who put this on the list. Uh, I don't know if it was me or you, but I was I was interested to rewatch it just because it was a show that I how should I say I, I can't say I really loved First Mile, but I didn't hate either. It was just something that was on and had some sort of weird cultural impact amongst my friend group, <laughs> where we were just like calling each other out. And I'm not sure that any of us actually really liked it. It was just something it was just that there. was on, and it was immature enough that. <laughs> That we liked it in our in our hungover state, but yeah, I mean, we've touched on the color part there. I mean, look, I don't want this to turn into a drubbing because I can't say that I didn't mm. enjoy the show, but fuck me, it's just it really is just a poor man's Ren and Stimpy, isn't it? I'm sorry, but I'm just going to put it on Front Street. Like it's, I feel like everything that Ren and Stimpy does right, this does so so wrong. Um, I mean, to start with, yeah, the, the pacing is all over the shop. And look, Ren and Stimpy is fucking zany and wacky and goes yeah. to all sorts of weird places. But it's really well written and really well paced. You know, you, occasionally in Ren and Stimpy, you get those extreme kind of close-up art cards that they were yeah. put in where it's just still life. And it just gives you that chance to go, <sighs> okay, just a minute. Yeah, and just then slow also, down and give yeah. you a chance to start again. And it's also not in these just... I mean, this, I don't know how this didn't break TVs, like the saturation on this thing. Ren and Stippy isn't in those weird, bleeding primary colors yeah. that this is either. Um, so it, it hurt to look at. Yes, it's very, very fast. Um, I will say, like, the the voice talent is, like, I mean, it's, it's Charlie Adler show, but it's it's incredible. Like, to listen to, I could sit down and listen to it all day. I think the voice work is amazing. Yeah. But it just fucking hurts to try and watch yeah right? i mean i i watched i said probably about half a dozen of the sort of the the five six minute skits and yeah they just move along so i mean they did have ones which were slightly more madcap than others i mean the first one i watched um cow gets a job at a milk factory where she's being milked all day and i she's literally not... just watched that before recording set like so, minutes ago yeah, so I mean, because mainly because that was the first one that came up when I searched. Um, but you had that one, and then sort of you get the flip side of that where they don't want bizarrely the guy rejects chicken milk because no, what, do chickens produce milk? I don't fucking know. Oh, look, 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 yeah, yeah. Let, hold that thought. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. So we get that, and then so you, you you get these ones which are slight. No, they are slightly story driven, and then no, so you get them, the whole thing of it's the sense of the chicken farm where he's going to be turned into food. And Cow becomes super Cow to save the day. That, so you get a sort of story there. But then there's another one where Cow, they're watching TV and Cow is being annoying by licking chicken. And her tongue breaks in half. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like her, her tongue snaps off and makes a run for it and steals a motorbike and, fuck, and fucks off into the sunset. So, and you, so you get these really fucking bizarre ones as well. Now, see I, that? I, I, I didn't watch that one. But that is kind of what I remembered about the show. And that is definitely... 
that is definitely the kind of shit that me and my friend group back then would have fucking loved because yeah. it, that kind of just stupid insane humor yeah i mean look it's it's a it's a taste you either like it or you don't and and we've always liked that and i certainly have always liked that um but i think one of the look I, i've already said it we can't get away from it like this really clearly wants to be a nicktoon and yes. even more clearly wants to be ren and stimpy yeah now whatever you think of John K. Like, well, I'm, I'm, we've we covered this on our on our Ren yes. and Stimpy show. Uh, okay, that cartoon is exceptional, and it is exceptional for a number of reasons. One of which is that for all everybody, like, if you haven't seen that show in a long time, the first thing you're going to think is, oh, it was gross and it was weird and it was out there, and yes, it was all of those things. Yeah. But it was also very intricately plotted, and yeah. yes, it was insane, but it was insane in in a structured way. Everything yeah. made sense. Whereas this is literally just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. It kind of feels like Ren and Stimpy via Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's I was going to say, it's, it's got a sort of Animaniac sort of feel to it, which is just yes, it's slightly right. too fast, slightly too frenetic. It's slightly too much going on for what you're trying to do. And it just, I mean, I don't remember, we, we did Animaniacs way, way back on this show. And it, I, I, it's one of those I still love. But it, it, it relied more on gags than the overall product. And and that's what we get here as well. But I think the difference is, again, with both Ren and Stimpy and Animaniacs as well, is that neither of those were actually, even though you remember those characters, they weren't character-driven shows. Yeah. There was always a narrative in each episode, whatever that may be. Um, whereas with this, it, very, it, it feels more like that kind of Looney Tunes or even you know early Disney Mickey Mouse shorts where it's cow and chicken are just a cow and a chicken and we're going to be led by these characters. We don't care about the story. Here's just these characters doing a bunch of just random funny shit. Yeah. And occasionally that works. Things like I was just giggling at the tongue riding off on the motorbike because Cow had been licking chicken. So if I'd have watched that, that would have made me laugh. But the problem is when you're being that random, for every hit, there's going to be three misses. Yeah. And, you know, of these episodes I've watched, there have been a few times where I have laughed out loud at this. And, and I've, you know, I found them difficult to look at and follow but i've always kind of gone in for another one as i said i was watching it right until we were recording because i was on a little bit before you this evening so i had some time to kill yeah. so i started watching it um but it is very just throughout i find it very inconsistent and um, yeah. you know for for every hit there is a miss um even character wise as well for every like i actually think cow and chicken are great characters and, and mm. that's largely down to the voice work more than the design or anything yeah. like that you know I, I think you know cow's got that yeah kind of weird kind of almost baby doll voice and then chicken is basically john travolta as far as yeah. i can tell yeah, um it's, it's just john travolta impersonation um with a bad attitude um which is like and I like you know I like the fact that they are Ren and Stimpy you know yeah. you've got the simpleton and you've got the, just a little ball of rage yeah um, I, I can't stop drawing that comparison I'm sorry it's so obvious and it's so just there for the taking um, yeah. and, and and that does hurt this show it's as simple as yeah. that you know there is it, no way you can compare does. and there are very few things you could in my view anyway you could compare to Ren and Stimpy um, yeah. and that wouldn't hurt them I, I think that show was a masterpiece as I said you know when when we did the show on that yeah you know removing the artist from it um, yeah but I, but I, mean, but I, I think do that's, think it's that's, that's the thing though I mean everything I've read um, coming up to this I mean yeah no, so it, it has the look and the feel of a Nicktoon just without the quality um, it was Cartoon Network as part of their um, what cartoon um, series and then it, and then it spun out of that um produced by Hannah Barbera as well so you know, it's, you know there's, there's quality to it but I think it's everything you read just comes back to uh comparisons of Ren and Stimpy and, uh, so and there's no getting away too. from it because it's even though I mean if it was a Nicktoon you could argue that you no know, they're trying to recreate something or they're trying to you know, trying to live up past glories or anything else because it's different you think well hang on is this just a poor man's knockoff and I think that's probably unfair to um David Feist I think he had he had a product I think it was popular enough because it started off it was in um it, it was in a cartoon anthology in about 95 and people wrote in asking for more basically, which is when Hanna Barbera picked it up. So, I mean, there, there was obviously, no, there was obviously love for it. There was obviously something that people wanted. And the fact it then ran for 50 plus episodes, um, again, didn't quite hit the sweet spot of 60, uh, 64 for syndication, but it, it did well enough. And it's been repeated over the years, pretty much everywhere. So, I mean, the, if it wasn't so similar to Ren and Stimpy, I think it would be, 
a lot better received. And I think I think you better look at it and go, right, okay, well, it's it's doing what it's doing. And even if there are similarities to other things, it's not it's not the same. It's its own thing. And I think that would help you look at it more favorably. The problem is because it is so similar, it and really time wise, we're not that far removed either. No, we're not. It's but very we're... difficult to to separate the two. Yeah, I think we are actually weirdly just far enough removed that like and we've i've compared a lot of things to those early nicktoons mm. before as well and, and that is because you know just simply with the age i am they were lightning in a bottle okay they were they were first out of the gate they were the first shows yes. of their kind really and and they just hit the zeitgeist of, of where we were as yes. sort of pre-teens in the 90s we had for all we joke about it and we do joke about it all the time in the show you know it, we yeah. were the extreme generation in the 90s everything was about just more more, yeah. more, more. We want it now as much as possible. Just throw it in my face. Make it as gross as you can. Make yeah. it as ugly as you can in some cases. Just make it, just give us more. And first time out, that was fine. And as I said, what we actually had as well, particularly with, with the Nicktoons, was that was actually controlled. It wasn't just thrown up yeah. against the wall. Whereas I think enough time had passed by the time we got here that to try and capture that lightning in the bottle again, like I'm older now and yeah. this as skewed older with me i definitely think this skews older even than ren and stimpy this is not a cartoon yeah. for children it might no, look like not. it but it's not and i think in doing that it's lost some of the magic because part of the sheer joy of ren and stimpy was in its ultimately its innocence like it got away yes. with murder and it absolutely trod right on the line yeah. But it always stayed the right side of the line. Whereas here, like we said, in the opening credits, they're flat out talking about bestiality. There's no two ways around it. The amount of cum jokes I've picked yeah. up. like I thought that was me, to be honest. No, no, no. They are like they're blatant. And again, that is the problem. Look, that sort of shit is there in Ren and Stimpy. It absolutely is. But again, the writing is more intelligent. It's better hidden. And so it's the kind of thing that, yes, as a kid, you can watch Ren and Stimpy and it's too violent for you and it's too gross for you. So it feels naughty that you're watching it. But then as an adult, you can appreciate the subtlety in it. But it's still got that kind of childhood charm, whereas this is just literally just thrown at your eyeballs. And it's it's just so in your face. And I think it came about five years too late for that. Yeah, yeah, it did. And I mean, I... um... I mean, we'll, we'll come on to it there because um, there are a couple of controversies around um, around Cow and Chicken anyway. It nearly got cancelled. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so first, I've done no research as usual. The so first time, me. there's an episode in the second season called, uh, or a skit, a five minute skit called Buffalo Girls. I do know about this. And, Sorry, yeah, I, so, haven't, I haven't researched it, but I do know yeah, about this. So um, Buffalo Girls um, were depicted as like a Hells Angels type gang, all women, and they invaded people's homes and ate their carpets. So um, yeah. that elicited. <laughs> Um, a single complaint to Cartoon, Cartoon Network, at which point, because uh, uh, about negative stereotypes of lesbians, and so Cartoon Network pulled it. They pulled the episode and they almost pulled the whole show. Uh, but that that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and that is the kind of thing, actually, that maybe five years earlier, Ren and Stimpy would have got away with. And it would it would have been that as well. They would have been, oh, they, they, they probably wouldn't have gone as far as carpet munchers. Or yeah. they, they probably would have been, I don't know, rug eaters or something like that. Yeah. They would have they would have changed it just enough yeah. from a rug muncher to, yeah. and, and there were to, things, to get um, it through. But, but it, it wasn't just the fact that no, that was the way it was set up. You know, and obviously the gag is you know, they come in and eat, eat the carpets in people's houses. But they, they doubled down on it. It was like, no, um, the, 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 the father's like, oh, we're, we're being invaded. And the mother says, oh, don't worry, they're not coming for you. And Jesus. again, it's just, it's just turning them into some sort of lesbian cult. Um, which, yeah, so it listed a single complaint, apparently, which then caused Cartoon Network to go, oh, fuck, right, I can't have that. The second time it almost got cancelled, and this is slightly less worrying, um, but there's an episode, I can't remember what it's called, where um, they're playing golf, and the father shanks it, and he says, oh, God damn it. And obviously oh, can't, no, can't say things like that, kids TV. Oh, shit. So, uh. yeah, so... Um, Again, it was very close. It, in When it was broadcast the first time, it was fucking pandemonium. And then when it was broadcast any time after that, it was oh, and then it was cut. And that's nuts, isn't it, when this is a yeah. show that quite literally features the devil yes. in every episode. That, yeah, exactly. But like They was, don't call him the devil. They don't call no, him he's, Satan he's because guy. they can't. He's the red guy. But he is very clearly yeah, the absolutely. devil. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't say, God damn it. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. I mean, even to a point, if it just said "damn it," that would have been probably acceptable. Mm. But because it, "god damn it," 
That's it. And I and I think that is that definitely comes through to me in watching this show is that every time it's like they've kind of they've definitely tried to pitch for Ren and Stimpy and they have completely missed the point of everything that made it so good because they've been that blatant with it. They've gone, oh yeah, we can swear. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Come jokes. Yeah. Why not? Jokes about lesbians. Yeah. Why not? Look, this isn't fucking South Park. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah like, I mean, it, ironically, this was about the same time as South Park. I was going to say it was about the same time. And so again, there's comparison there as well. You know, if, if you're not going to go and compare it to uh, what is essentially a children's show in Ren and Stimpy, too good for children by far, but essentially it, it pitched as a children's show. Yeah. Then you go to the other end. They go, okay, well, this is an adult cartoon. This belongs on Comedy Central or Adult Swim or something like that. And then it doesn't go far enough. So yeah. it's kind of caught in this weird no man's land where it's just too blunt and on the nose for kids. Yeah, but um, it's I, I, it's just weird. It is, but I mean, I've, I've got um, a link here. It's on um, a website called Pop Buzz, um, which I've just found through searching cow and chicken on Google. Um, and there's an article called uh, entitled "13 Times Cow and Chicken Were a Complete Disgrace, But We Loved It Anyway." Um, and it's highlighted basically all the things that were entirely inappropriate about it. So the fact that Cow was always rubbing her udders. Yeah, oh, there's loads um, of jokes around her udders. The fact that no, Chicken is always no, very close to Cow's ass. Mm-hmm. Um, where else we got? Um, the fact that no, the uh, the red guy's constantly, his ass is more prominent than his face. Constantly, there are butts everywhere. Yeah. Like, everywhere. And again, that's a, that's a Ren and Stimpy thing. There are butts everywhere yeah. in Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, you know, and, and you I mean, can't help but but draw that comparison when you see them. Yeah, like this entire list, it's basically butt jokes. But then there's one where um, they're in the back. There's a it's it's a gif within the back of the car, and it's not enti- it's not entirely clear from the way the cow's hand is inside the seatbelt. It's not entirely clear that she isn't jacking it. She's not playing with her udders. Um, I'll send I'll I'll send you a link to it. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, and then you've got, I mean, the whole Buffalo Ghost thing is listed on here quite a lot, but there's also um, Happy Meat, um, the pork butts and tatters, and it's just none of it is a none of it's appropriate. But it's, it's it's not pitched in the right way. I mean, the fact this was this was shown at fucking ten o'clock on a Saturday morning, mm. uh, it's, it's in this country. I mean, it's prime fucking kids fodder. It's neither subversive enough to be intelligent mm. or blatant enough to be juvenile. It it's this weird middle ground where it actually just leaves me going what the fuck am i watching and, I, and i've no doubt there is a and it's probably me and like i'm not saying i dislike it but i'm certainly i'm not a fan then uh, and i think there are probably more people out there that are fans than aren't they i i just think there must be some sort of weird thing that you need to dial into with this that i just don't have maybe i was the wrong age when it first came out and i'm certainly the wrong age now because watching it now as an adult like I said, it just hurts my fucking eyes. Like I don't, yeah. I, I couldn't watch. I, I, at no point did I watch a whole thirty-minute episode. No, just in order to get some of the, because I remembered there was I am Weasel at, at the at the back of it, but I had to go back and fast forward to some I am Weasel segments because I couldn't sit through enough cow and chicken yeah. in one sitting to get to I am Weasel. Um, so I had to fast forward to that. That, by the way, is one of the worst cartoons I've ever seen. I fucking hate I Am Weasel. I was going to say, I, don't, I didn't look at it this time. Um, I, I'd forgotten it was on Cow and Chicken until I was reading about it yesterday. Um, and then I was I didn't have time to look for it. But I remember at the time thinking it was fucking horrendous. It was. It felt like filler. Yeah, it does feel like filler. It, it just feels worse. like it's... They, they're, trying to, they're trying to fill up the episode slot, but they don't really have anything to say. No. So they've just gone, let's, let's make a, a two-dimensional character and just really shit on him from a great height. And it just, it's one of those, I mean, I don't remember a great deal about it because it, it was that, it's that memorable and it you know, made that much of an impact on me. But yeah, it's just one of those, that it just, it kind of sums up the product that cow and chicken isn't the worst part of cow and chicken. No, I mean, actually Weasel as a character, I, I don't mind. And I think the voice work is, it's again, excellent for Weasel. It's more the fact that a large part of the show centers around the, it's a baboon instead, isn't it? It's I, yeah. I am Weasel and I are baboon. Yeah. And again, like they give, and they're trying to do something with it, I know, but they give the baboon his own kind of weird speech pattern to signify that mm-hmm. he's a baboon. So he's a, you know, just like he's got your typical monkey thing where his syntax is all wrong and things like that. It's quite tropey. Yeah. Uh, but when when you add that to his voice as well, it's just difficult to listen to. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, to the point where I'm just like, oh, it's fucking talk, just speak in english like he doesn't have to speak like this this isn't funny yeah this is just 
annoying. You know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Yoda, but less cute. Yeah. It's, it's I, and it just annoys the piss out of me. So I I didn't even make it through one single I am Weasel segment. I tried four, couldn't make it through any of them. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, I, I remember I, uh, I am Weasel. I didn't look. I didn't look at this time. So I remember not liking it in the first place. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a bizarre one. I mean, that said, I googled cow and chicken earlier on, um, and I made the mistake of writing and as opposed to putting a, an absent in, and I found something on Google which linked to YouTube, which is even worse than cow and chicken. Wow. Okay. So it's a Ghanaian TV show called Cow and Chicken. Okay. Um, and the only description I can find, it's a Ghanaian drama and comic TV series produced and directed by Benson Ohen Oduru Boateng, also known as Funny Face. Um, and there's everything you read. I can't actually find a description of it anywhere, right? So all you find is the soundbite that you had from the um, the, the press buildup was um, two Ghanaian comic actors, Funny Face and Bismarck Odoi, formerly known as Bismarck the Joke, have teamed up as lead characters for an upcoming comedy series entitled Cow and Chicken. The comedy drama series will showcase an unpredictable story expected to take television viewers by surprise. So that, that sounds bad enough anyway. That, but that sounds amazingly bad. Yeah, but you look for it and there's a link on Google, which goes to a YouTube page that's been pulled down because Warner Brothers have done them for copyright. And then on the back of that, there's a trailer, which I'll put a link to. Um, I won't be able to put it in our thing because YouTube will probably take it down, but I'll put a link to it in the um, in the blurb. And the long and the short of it, I don't speak whichever African language it is that they're speaking, um, mm-hmm. so I don't understand what the fuck is going on, apart from the fact they steal a ginger goat. A ginger goat? Yeah. No, uh, what the fuck that has to do with cows or chickens, I don't know, but they steal a ginger goat. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Neither did I. I but mean, I, there is. Maybe, maybe there isn't. Maybe I'm just ignorant about goats i don't know um but i didn't realize that you was a thing they steal yeah. a ginger goat and then there's lots of lots of clips of them sort of hiding around corners trying to sort of sneak up on this goat to steal it in the first place and then there's people talking but i don't understand what they're saying and it's it's a really frenetically paced trailer uh, it looks fucking bonkers. I just can't find the Sounds actual Sounds amazing. Again, so, my sense of humour, all they need in this trailer is that at some point they scare the goat and he does the whole go rigid thing and fall on his side. I'm in. I'll be laughing for 10 minutes straight. I think no, goats that may are happen. Fucking, I don't know. I think goats are fucking hilarious. Honestly, they climb trees, they get stuck, they fall on their side and go rigid. I think goats are fucking hilarious. So I'll, I'm in. That's all they need to do. If they scare yeah, a goat so and it goes rigid, they got if we, can fi- if we can find it, maybe we'll do it on better than Mario. Yeah, we definitely should. Uh, we definitely should. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was I was quite I was taken by surprise. I I saw I saw that. I was like, what the, what the fuck is that? And I was thinking anyway, maybe it was like a, an adaptation or a translation or something. And then no, it's it's uh, two African guys. One in uh, for some reason in a a US flag bandana because you know they're Why not? So, so common in Central Africa. But yeah, um, and yeah, they, they, you start off by them stalking this goat and then one of them picks up and runs with it Love literally it. just fucking picks up things over his shoulders and runs with it more I mean, entertaining than fucking cow chicken though yeah you, you already had me when you mentioned the producer was called funny face <laughs> <laughs> like i i mean um yeah that does sound more entertaining than cow and chicken i mean it's it's weird isn't it to think that you know to get back to cow and chicken the animated show um, I think what's really weird about it, and actually quite disappointing for me, is we've talked um, before when we've done the Cartoon Network shows, you know, Powerpuff Girls aside, you know, when we, when we've talked about things like Johnny Bravo and stuff like that, I've mentioned yeah. how I was never really a Cartoon Network guy because yeah. I was I was never a big Hanna Barbera guy anyway, and Hanna Barbera lot and a lot of this stuff. Um, but I think more specifically, it was probably cow and chicken and the likes of ed ed and eddie that that i was just looking at going this just looks horrible this this just looks like they're trying to ape the stuff i liked five years ago Hmm. and not doing it i I think you know i there were a lot of cartoon network shows that i liked but didn't watch on cartoon network despite having access to it and i look back now and actually feel a little bit sad about that because i could have been watching a hell of a lot of johnny bravo powerpuff girls and dexter's lab I'm yeah. just ignoring the rest of this shit. Yeah. Um, but that was the reason I would like I would watch Dexter whenever it was on. Again, that was on ITV. Uh, Powerpuff Girls I've already spoken about at length. And, and Johnny Bravo, I kind of more discovered through doing the pod. I was always aware of it, as I say, yeah. but I watched a hell of a lot of it 
for the pod and, and absolutely adore it now. Um, so I'm not, you know, I'm not going to blame cow and chicken for that, but I definitely <laughs> think this this kind of gave me a false impression of Cartoon Network um, because they were st- it was just so in your face and yeah. still is. And I just don't think I think we as a society this that's a fucking wanky thing to say, but I think we as a society and a culture have moved past that now. That was yeah. the 90s. And by the time this came about, we were sort of dipping into the 2000s. And actually, we were starting to get these sort of massive, we were kind of going back 20 years to what we got in the 80s and getting these massive multi-part animated epics with huge story arcs, you know, and, and actually anime was starting to become slightly more mainstream. And we were getting things like Pokemon that was going on for seasons and seasons. Yeah. So to then get this this weird kind of almost time capsule type thing where it's a very specific like early 90s it's got you, you hit the nail on the head it's got that kind of animaniacs or maybe tiny tune adventures or tasmania kind of feel yeah. to it where it's these kind of looney tunes reinvented sort of thing hmm. tagged with the kind of ren and stimpy gross out humor and it's just like i i could see all the component parts and i like all the component parts i loved them in fact hmm. but when you reassemble them this way yeah. You make this fucking really ugly Frankenstein's monster that I occasionally appreciate, but more often than not, just go, oh, my God, this is painful. Yeah. And it, it it has been painful to watch this. There are yeah. very few shows that we've watched, where even when they're bad. And I'm going to say it again. I don't think this is bad. Like the, the quality that's gone into it in terms of even though it doesn't look good i don't like the art design like there's nothing wrong with the animation there's nothing wrong with the voice work some of the gags are really funny okay so I, it's not just out and out bad it's just that all of these component parts reassembled just don't work it's not it's less than the sum of its parts is what i'm trying to yeah. say i think massively so yeah um and, it, and it, yeah i've just found it painful trying to sit through this even when we're watching that's where i was going with this i fucking i got so tired i went totally off track i forgot what i was saying even when we get the fucking shows you'd swear i've been smoking i haven't even when we get the shows um that we dislike you know and i'm thinking back to things like raccoons there are very few shows that we out and out dislike but things like raccoons yeah. and raggy dolls don't come at me you know who you are um <laughs> even when we get those I'm still able to sit down and watch them and make it through them and get something out of them. And then we can critically appraise them properly. And that's kind of the whole point of the show is to revisit them. But I have found this a real, real struggle, like physically hard to just sit down and watch it. Because like I, you got this thing again in the in the late 90s and early 2000s where um, and, and Pokemon was, was one that got the, the blame level square at it where kids were sort of starting to have seizures and stuff because of the amount of flashing images and vibrant bright colors that were in cartoons. And you can't help but think of that when you watch an episode of this and think, well, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of see how this is going to set someone off because this this literally is like the writer's room. They must have just been handing fucking Adderall around. Just like, oh, yeah, they must be the highest <laughs> balls on this one. Just like, yeah. It's yeah, all I mean, over the fucking shop. Yeah. I mean, I've got to be honest. I mean, I as I remember this from first time around, watching it on SMTV, we didn't have Sky, so we had five channels at that point. One was Channel Five, so it was like wall to wall porn. Um, mm. Before it went downhill, um, then now known as TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I mean, I, I remember it first time around, and say it was at that sort of time where I was probably old enough to know better. The, the jokes were landing, and I did find it quite entertaining. I didn't really pay much attention to things like the color palette and stuff. It wasn't really, it wasn't really on my radar. It was something that I could watch that I didn't have to think about. They were in short enough bursts I could just about follow it while I was completely off my face. So it worked. And then I hadn't thought, but I haven't seen it again since. Um, and it's only, as I think I put this on the list, but I can't remember. Um, similarly to you, I was curious to see how it stacked up because I didn't I didn't remember it being a Cartoon Network show. I just remembered it being of this sort of time. And because I didn't have the channel, I didn't really know where things fit anyway. Um but on SMTV, you had around at the same time you had this, you had Angry Beavers, you had Dexter's Lab. Um, so there were lots of things that were kind of had similar sort of feel to them. Um, I think Angry Beavers was Nick, wasn't it, from memory? Do you know, I never really watched Angry Beavers. I know of it, but I've yeah, I, been... I, I mean, I, I, I remember watching it at the time, but I don't remember. I think it is. I think uh, it is Cartoon Network, um, but I, I never watched it. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had enough. Uh, I had enough some nostalgia for it to think, okay, this isn't going to be too painful. And putting it on, 
again, some of the gags land, some of the gags are quite funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was Nickelodeon. It was yeah, I just pulled up now. It was it was Nick, um, which um, the cat from um, Sabrina um, produced it. Comes Nick Nick Bakai, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Salem. Yeah, um, yeah. So he produced it. Um, but yeah, so I, mean, I had enough enough memory of this show to think, oh, this this will be okay. And coming into it, I've watched it. I say some of the gags have landed. Some of them you've gone, how oh, did you get away with that? And then yeah. realizing actually they didn't. Um, and to be honest, seeing other stuff that was on SMTV at the time, it was probably edited to fuck as well. Um, it probably cut right down. I mean, it had to be, didn't it? Uh, Surely. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, I don't have any copies of uh, any episode of, uh, of SMTV to refer back to, but I would imagine they'd had to cut the shit out of it just to get it on TV at that time of the morning, um, which I think would have probably been to his detriment as well because you you need a lot of what's there. You do. I mean, again, when, when you compare it, I really wish we could stop doing it, but you can't talk about this show without without talking about Ren and Stimpy. No, you can't. When, when you compare it to Ren and Stimpy, when that first aired over here, it was going out at like 6, 6.30 at night on BBC Two, and it yeah. was still being edited. Yeah. Like, because it was so close to the fucking wire. So for this to go out at 10 a.m., and like I say, you can look back at Ren and Stimpy now, and it is very clearly like a kid's show with adult sensibility, whereas this, I feel, is the exact opposite yeah, this is an adult this, this show is, that's been this pitched, has been pitched children. to Yeah, it's been pitched to children, but it's it's you no know, the the content is aimed at probably that sort of sixteen to twenty four demographic. It definitely is, and I think were it to be made now, um, I think you could probably get away with it again. You could put it on something like Adult Swim, or you yeah, could put or it on Fox Later with um, with Family Guy and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I, I still couldn't be the fucking assault on your senses that it is, but I think we'd be more willing to accept the show that it is now. I think we'd be more conditioned into that kind of adult animation. Like I said, we know we have Family Guy, we have South Park. You know, even, even things like when you look at Rick and Morty and stuff like that, it's got a very similar kind of humour yes. to Rick and Morty, actually. But then again, Rick and Morty is so much more intelligent in its writing. In yeah. fact, I'd argue it's one of the best written shows currently on TV. I agree with that. Um, it's it's so, it, like people write it off as being a stupid random show when it really isn't. The level of continuity that goes into that and the level of thought and actually the level of emotive response they can get out of you for those characters is amazing. Yeah. And there is none of that here. But there could be. Yeah. There's just not. Um, which, which, is, which is where it really falls down. Because as I say, the characterization from the voice... It, it all comes through. It's it's absolutely top notch work. Um, it it's just that there's no because it's so random because every week is just all well it's twice a week every week is just a collection yeah. of skits. Yeah. There's no involvement, is there? You no. know, and and it's like even when you look at like I've drawn the comparison to or drawn the comparison to Looney Tunes, and and even when you look at that, and it's it's definitely got that kind of zany wacky feel to it, and especially the recurring yeah. characters like you know the red guy and stuff being this kind of recurring antagonist, a bit kind of Elmer yeah. Fudd or Yosemite Sam or something like that. But even when you look at a Bugs or a Daffy short or something like that, like they still have a very clear, specific beginning, middle and end. It's just a different thing every time. And they cast them yeah. in different roles. Whereas here, they still kind of cast Cow and Chicken in the same role every week. Or occasionally we'll get Super Cow or something like that. Yeah. But they're still just two kids who go to school and here's a bunch of problems. And again, that feels like what they've tried to do is take that Looney Tunes kind of style and yeah. apply it onto what Nick were doing with shows like, um, and again, Charlie Adler's in this. So it shows like Real Monsters and Hey Arnold and Rugrats, you know, where it was more situational comedy based. Yeah. And it feels like they kind of want to do that with the characters, but in the writing, the show's just gone, no, just kick him in the nuts. Kick him in the nuts again. Now make him stick to his ass. Now let's have a cum joke. Now, yeah, no, the, the writing surprises me, actually. There are some very prominent people on, on that list. And you've got Bill Burnett, Vincent Waller, Seth MacFarlane, um, Gendy Tata, well, Tatakovsky. Um, mm-hmm. Again, they've got, they've got, they've, you've got some real pedigree in the writing room there. Yeah. And so you, you wonder... And, and we've we've seen these names popping up um, in previous stuff we've looked at, um, and you wonder kind of what's gone wrong, and you've you've got to wonder whether it's whether it's the driving force, whether it's um, Dave Feist, or whether it's Cartoon Network, but something is just we, you know we've got a, a writers room of very capable people, and so they're not being allowed to produce the product that it needs to be. This is all obviously summation on our part. Oh, but... yeah, absolutely. I would, to me, it feels very much like, and we talk about this a lot over on Mario as well, it feels a lot like the product of studio executives. 
it feels a lot like, do you know what? Ren and Stimpy was really popular, and those Nicktoons are really popular. Make one, and of, them. Make one of them, yeah, because we've got Dexter's Lab and Powerpuff Girls and Johnny Bravo, but they're a different thing. So, yeah, they're popular, but they're not those. So we want one of them. Uh, do that. And that's what it feels like. It feels like they've been given a very specific brief and the, you know, the safety reins are on. It's give us one of them. And again, in doing that, what they've done is is try and ape it and just turn everything up to 11. Yeah. And it's too much. It's this show is just too much, you know, because what we've actually seen, we talked about recess uh, a couple of weeks ago. And what yeah. we've seen is that, you know, other networks could very successfully ape the Nicktoon model. You know, we yeah. talked about how similar recess was to a Nicktoon, even though it was on Disney, but actually recessed was, was a complete success and was an excellent show, even in rewatching it. Yeah. Um, so it can be done, but it's just the people involved need to understand the heart and soul of what makes that product good and actually apply that in their own way. You know, yeah. recess looks and feels like a Nicktoon, but it isn't. It's still very much a Disney product. Yeah. And this hasn't done that. This this hasn't taken that and successfully transplanted that kind of because actually I, I would argue all day long that when it's good, the Cartoon Network stuff, the humor's far more sophisticated than it is on Nickelodeon. You know, the writing may not be, but the gags are, you know, when we talked about Johnny Bravo, it looks incredibly simplistic, but it's yeah. funny as hell. The gags yeah. are so slick and Powerpuff Girls, especially, yeah. you know, it, it. so when they nail it and when they're working in their own style, like it's very successful, but here it's it just feels like a bad cover tune is the problem. It, it does, and I mean, you, you touched on it for me there. You said no, um, you, you, so you, you mentioned about the you know, things being heart and soul, and I think that's what's missing from this is that you've got you've got the characters and the character the let's say the characterization of Charlie Adler is very good. He, he said you know, he has very clearly set up three characters that he voices, and they you know they all work very well. But the characters in the writing are so fucking bland a lot of the time. They really and are. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing to latch on to. So then you've got Cow is just really fucking stupid and annoying. Chicken is overly cynical. But is it, well, what are, what are we supposed to be drawn to? What are we supposed to gravitate towards? There's nothing in there that says, okay, well, Cow's stupid, but she's really sweet or she's really affectionate or she's really loyal. Chicken is very cynical, but actually, you know, for the, you know, for the right person, he would actually you know, bend over backwards to do what he needs to do. There's none of that. There's nothing that makes you say, okay, well, Chicken's a fundamentally sound dude. Yeah. You just think, well, he's a cunt. And, that, and again... Here's that comparison again, okay? But they so clearly are Ren and Stimpy. Okay, Cow is so clearly Stimpy, and Chicken is so clearly Ren. But again, the difference is that what makes Ren and Stimpy work is that fundamentally those two characters love each other a great yeah. deal and would die for each other. Like yeah. they 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 kick the shit out of each other every week. Yeah, well, it's, and, it's, and it's that sibling thing, but, isn't it? Like, yeah, you, I, I I will kick the fuck out of my brother. I'll I'll see my I'll see my brother call him all the bastards else under can. the sun. Yeah. Anybody else fucking looks at him, and that's it. Better off. And, and you're right, that's what's missing. There's that level of emotional connection between Ren and Stimpy that draws yeah. you in. That You know, even when Ren is really off on one, yeah. you know, like really, really off on one, you know in his heart of hearts, Stimpy's going to calm him down and bring him around. He's never going to, like, he would never allow anything actually bad yeah. to happen to Stimpy. And that's, I think that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. There's, there's none of that. I mean, you actually. I'll rephrase that. The one episode, the 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 uh, the milk farming episode, um, where um, cow becomes super cow. You do get that, but I think that's the only example I can remember where she's like, "Oh, you can't do that to my brother," and she you know, half cries and then turns into super cow, and then they turn into a gag about the others being misaligned. And but again, all, any character will think goes out the window because it becomes a knob gag. Yeah, and it's not just that. It's also that that is a, an extreme situation and it's motivated yeah. by the story yes. in that, okay, we have to wrap this up so I have to become super cow and save my brother. Yeah. But that it's not motivated by the character. No, whereas in Ren and Stimpy, it's, it's always very much about those two characters ultimately coming back to the fact that they love each other and yeah. would do anything for each other. And it's always motivated by the love that they have for each other. That's where the heart comes from in it. Yeah. You know, like, yes, absolutely. They would do the same thing for each other. They'd probably call powdered toast man in and he would save the day or something. But ultimately it's about the fact that deep down, neither of them actually wants to hurt the other themselves. Yeah. You know, there's on an emotional level more than anything else. We're yeah. not talking physical danger here. We're talking about the two of them have that level of connection yeah. where like they, they can't bear to see the other one in any kind of distress. And, and that's, that is absolutely what's missing here. Yeah. Because these are just two. I, I mean, this show is just pure anarchy. That's what it is. It yeah. is just anarchy. 
Um, listen, I mean, we talked about we talked about Ren and Stimpy. We talked about that with Animaniacs. We talked about it on in various um, shows. But Anarchy is fine, but you need character to underpin it. Yes. And here it's like you've got two very disparate characters who don't really fucking want to be together anyway. Yeah. And it's just that they they stick together because they're related and they have to, but actually they don't give a fuck anyway because they're far too self-involved. I, I, yeah. I know there's an argument that kids are like that anyway. I, I see that um, 23 out of 24 hours a day with my two. Um, but, you know, there there is a bond there, whereas here it just doesn't seem, there just seems to be, it's it's more like they're sort of odd couple flatmates. Um, I'm yeah. thinking about the um, the one I was on earlier with it where um, it's, it's called Tongue Tight um, and Cow's Tongue Breaks Off and Fucks Off on the motorbike. It's like, they, you know, and same as you were talking earlier you know, with your with the social group and the call and response and stuff like that. It's the sort of stupid shit you used to do where it's like, you, know, you try to stick, you know, somebody's watching TV, you stick a pencil in their ear or yeah. you, know, you try and you try and try and fuck with them. So it's it feels more like that. And yeah. if they played it, if they played it as that rather than their brother and sister, um, and especially with such an age age difference, well, if they played it like that, they, they'd have a far better grasp of those characters because that seems more where they where they're coming from. Was actually. To say you know that it's a seven-year-old girl and eleven-year-old boy who you know, who don't really get on because their brother says it doesn't work, it doesn't land, and I think that's the confusing part. And I, I I don't remember this from the first time around. I remember it being a lot more, uh, a, a lot, a, a lot more endearing than that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, in in rewatching, I've been really disappointed and really frustrated and slightly um, pained um, just by the, the, the constant flashing and moving and um, just trying to keep up with stuff because it's five minutes of seven minutes of fucking chaos. It is, it is, and and I think you you actually um, quite succinctly put over what I was trying to put over there as well is that yes, there are a cow and a chicken, which is more interesting to look at, and it's funnier because it's a cow and a chicken, but they're not really brother and sister, and and there's no need for them to be brother and sister because that has no real effect on their relationship or the show. Yeah. You know, they they could just as easily, if you wanted to be brother and sister, they could be too human. Um, characters and yeah. you could, it could still be as anarchic it just wouldn't look as weird because they wouldn't be yeah. a cow and a chicken or they could be a cow and a chicken who own a fast food restaurant together or who just live next know, door there's, to a, there's or, a story I mean straight away right straight away and that's just come straight off the top of my head but you put them in that context it gives you something to hang every episode off it gives you something to hang your skits off it gives you something to build yeah. your plot around and it gives you a relationship between those two characters because then clearly what you're going to have is chicken's going to be the hard-nosed businessman who who wants to succeed and make money and cow is just gonna want to make the best food possible and keep fucking things up and be kind-hearted and stuff like that so yeah. you have conflict between those characters but ultimately they would be partners so they would have to work together and work out their differences so you have conflict and resolution whereas yeah. Again, that is missing here. We have an antagonist yeah. in the in the red guy, but yeah. there's no, there's very rarely any internal conflict between cow and chicken, other than chicken's a fucking dickwad. That's <laughs> that's about it, basically. Chicken is just a dick. That's his character. Yeah. Um, but you can't you can't really generate conflict just because someone's a dick, no. because you don't have an emotional connection to that. You just go, yeah, he's a fucking dick. Yeah. Like you it, do it, that it in real life. Has- you know, more than, more than anything else, you're just going to switch off. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm more interested in what food they're going to sell in, in this fucking uh, fast food place. Double meat, obviously. Like, but then, gonna... but then can't yeah, 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 and, yeah. And chicken can't cook chicken. So are they, are they both chefs and they're cooking the other one? Why can't why can't cow cook beef and why can't chicken cook chicken? Is there is this some sort of weird religious reason? Well, not that not that it's weird, it? by I mean, the way, listeners, it... not eating meat for religious reasons. You do you. Um, yeah. I just need to listen my show. Oh yeah, but like we're talking about talking cows and chickens that have been birthed from humans. Like cannibalism is the least of our fucking worries here. Uh, like, yeah. All right, then. Well, let's let's say but... let's say they cook uh, pork burgers then. Okay. Right. And I, then... It was just one of those that after you started, my mind started wandering. I was like, well, I, mean, I, 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 I would go beef burgers and chicken burgers and double beat. Um, but they, I mean, but yeah, they could they could. It doesn't have to be a fast food joint. They could serve pork butts. They could open a pork butt restaurant. There you go. It's barbecue think, joint. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's it's what the barbecue joint. Yeah, I think that's what the butts and tatters are anyway. And I think they, I think they are pork, pork thinking on it. Uh, well, I mean, they look, they, they look like pigs, are so they've got a little curly tail. Well, no, pork butt is a thing. Pork butt is a meat that you can barbecue. But yeah, it's just because butts and tatters sounds like bums and titties. That's yeah. it's purely that. Let's not try and pretend it's not. All right. <laughs> It's purely that they're eating asses and tits. That's that's it. That's the yeah, only reason. Show entirely. 
That's the only reason they butts and tatters. That that's it. I, 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 this show isn't more intelligent than that. I'm sorry. I really wish it was. Yeah, that's but it's support. not. <laughs> you know, and, and look, that's that's fucking our level of humor. Who am I fucking kidding, <laughs> right? But then I, I'd like to think we would at least pin that on something like the fast food restaurant, I, and that that ultimately is what's missing for me. It's it's neither. It's neither random and chaotic and different enough every week and charming enough to be something like Looney Tunes, yeah. nor is it structured and emotionally invested and smart enough to be something like a Nicktoon or Ren and Stimpy. So it's kind of half of both and yeah. not as good as either. Yeah. Uh, and it fucking hurts me to look at. So yeah, this, one, I mean... this one's a big fucking miss for me. Yeah, happy. I mean, I, I was disappointed. I mean, as I said, I, I came to this expecting more and as we as I've sat down and watched this I haven't I've watched like half a dozen of the of the sort of the, the sub episodes I haven't been able to I just haven't had time to do more than that. And it's been one of those I've just gone, really this isn't what I remember at all. And it, it's what I remember, but it's just not anywhere near what I thought it was. And I think that's that's disappointing. Um and we I know we've had that before, but this one feels because this was later and it had so much to draw on, I think this is probably a bigger miss than some of the raccoons, which was kind of its own thing. I think certainly before it, there wasn't really anything to compare it to, whereas this you've had Ren and Stimpy and Animaniacs and uh, you've had the Nixers, you've had, even got the other Cartoon Network stuff that's on at the same time, which is infinitely better and infinitely mm. smarter. And I think that's what disappoints, is that there's no reason for this to be as big a mess as it is. No, I, I think I was more disappointed by Raccoons. That is still the most disappointing show we've done for me. Yeah. Because I so really just, remember that being better than it yeah. was. And I, Whereas, I remember that from multiple watches because that was on, so I remember watching it on a Saturday morning. I think it was on early live and kicking or maybe not going live. That's so fucking old I am. Um, but it, they also re-showed it on, a B, on BBC Two on like a weekday mornings. They, they went through yeah. space, they did that, they did Smurfs, they did a couple of things. So I would have been about 11 or 12 watching that for the second time and thinking, yeah, that's all right, actually. So then going back to it as a almost 40-year-old was fucking soul-destroying. Whereas this, I was more curious because I didn't remember enough about it, but I've still come out of it going, that's not what I thought it was. That's the thing, isn't it? I think for me, I, I don't have that disappointment I have because, as I say, first time out, I was normally in a slightly altered state watching it. Hmm. Um, normally for worse rather than for better um but even so it was never something where it was like if i happened to be out of bed which generally meant i'd probably been spewing so i really was in a state <laughs> if i happened to be out of bed to catch it or i hadn't been in bed at all that's the other possibility then i would watch it but i it wasn't something like raccoons for instance yes i was much younger then but it's like ah, oh, ace it's saturday raccoons is on because i did yeah. used to fucking love it and i never had that with this but i was still aware of the cultural impact of it and i say that i don't think it did have that massive a cultural impact other than you know yeah. like i say we had it as a call and response thing but like you know i remember i specifically remember there being a really shit cartoon network racing game i think yes. it was on yes too it was on one of the early PlayStation machines, no, yeah. And I remember Cow and Chicken being playable characters in that yeah. because that generated enough conversation again amongst my friend group. Like, oh, we should get this. We could be Cow and Chicken. I was yeah. like, no, because it looks shit. Like, yeah, I, so, I'll just I'll play Mario Kart, thanks. Yeah, you know? so you had so it was Cartoon Network Racing uh, on the PS1. So Cow, Chicken, and the Red Guy were playable characters. And then in Cartoon Network Speedway on the PS2, um, Flem and Earl were also playable characters, as was Super Cow uh, in that. So. so it was the PS one one that I was I was thinking of, yeah. I think, because uh, I never had a PS two. Yeah. Um, um, but but they, they also popped up. I mean, there was no. They were quite. Um, they popped up in other cartoons as well. They popped up in Ben Ten. Um, they popped up in something. Uh, I was reading earlier. Well. They, they they pop How up the a few fuck places. Do you fit these into Ben Ten? I don't know. Um, same as um, I am Weasel. Um, popped up. Yeah, as well, well he had his own show didn't he eventually yes eventually I remember yeah. that yeah um yeah i mean um cow makes a cameo in um, the grim adventures of bill and mandy which i don't remember um that's they, they 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 have they cartoon network got their money worth money's worth out with them they, they put them in any fucking thing but i think that but even they finished yeah i mean even so when you compare it to to the other shows that were on cartoon, cartoon network at that time you know they were fucking umpteen powerpuff girls games that i can remember most of them on the ds most of them shit yeah um some were good most of them were shit um there was you know 
I remember there being Powerpuff Girls comics, which we talked about. Dexter's Lab had all sorts of books and things like that. There was also games for Dexter's Lab. You know, they, all of these were merchandise generators. Yeah, Whereas Cow and Chicken, I don't really much. remember seeing much. And now, honestly, outside of outside of this podcast popping up on your feed, listeners, how many of you have honestly thought about Cow and Chicken in the last five years? Because I haven't. Until like we we thought yeah. about it when we put the list together, obviously, but we can't even remember which one of us put it down. We were probably was just brain pro- farting I'll shows. I'll take the blame on that one. Probably just brain farting shows, and we went, "Oh yeah, cow and chicken," uh, and then didn't think any more about it till it came time to do this episode. Yeah. So I mean, and, if, I, and I won't think about it again when we're done. What's that? It would have been five years into this show. Yeah, I mean, I think we would have put this on what we we dubbed our season two list, though, or our phase two list. Yeah. So probably about three years ago, two three years ago, we first put this yeah. uh, onto our list, and and that speaks volumes as well. But actually, it's taken us this long to get around to going. Oh yeah, cow and chicken. Yeah, um, I mean, so- I mean, obviously, we, we, we the, the list isn't something available anywhere apart from on, on our Google Drive. But we are now getting to the end of our phase two list. Yeah, and we will have to. Whether we'll actually take a break and start a phase three, we did last time, or whether oh, we'll just. Right, yeah, we'll 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 have that discussion off air. Yeah. But I, you know, as always, you guys have been writing in as well. Um, we've had a couple of suggestions in over the last few weeks, uh, some of which I've never fucking heard of before. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean to say we're not going to do them. Yeah, um, we have to do some work. Yeah, we have to do some work. Well, we won't because we don't. Um, <laughs> but it's also like generally this show kind of thrives on the fact that that we're talking about these shows and, and i've you know i've been a defender of this as our format in the past we're, we're talking about these shows in terms of the impact they had on us growing up and the, and the cultural impact is something we talk about a whole lot and things like that so it would be a different kind of show for us yeah. to watch something fresh that's not to say i'm not up for doing it um especially if it's something that's important to you guys out there because ultimately we're doing this, you know, we're doing this for ourselves because we enjoy it, but we're yeah. putting it out there for you guys to listen to. So if you want to hear us talk about something, even if we've never heard of it before, um, we'll give it a look. Uh, just be prepared yeah. that maybe we might not like it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and knows? just be aware if anybody suggests Doctor Who, it's not going to happen. Um, look, I, I can't. I, I just I, I just don't like I really don't like it. I really, really, really don't. And I know so many of you out there really do. And I'm sorry. It's just not for me. And you don't, believe me, you don't want to listen to me rag on it for an hour straight. If you if you want to hear what that's like, just go and pick any random episode of Game of Moans and imagine <laughs> that applied to your fandom. It won't be a fun time for any of us. Yeah. Maybe maybe Mark can do that with someone else. If we can find somebody that, that really does like Doctor Who, maybe we do just, I don't know. I don't know. I'll never say never. But yeah. if we were to do it, it would be at, at the bottom, a very different show. bottom of our list because I'd have to watch... I feel like I'd have to watch a fuck ton of it to be able to honestly give you an informed opinion because everything I've seen I don't like. But I'd have to give it a fair crack of the whip. And there is so much of that to yeah. watch. And I think that there's a very, I mean, not to go off too much of a tangent, there's a very different a very different approach being taken as well in the in this iteration, so since 2005, compared to what you had in the sort of 40 years before. So again, there's, there's very different ways of looking at it. I'm trying to work a way you'd start and all that sort of shit. It's just, it's just not worth the effort, I don't think. Uh, no, I, I think it's a show all on its own if we were to do it, which we have roughly talked around before. Um, but again, it would be a very different show to this. So, yeah. but look, having said that, nothing is out of bounds. Like I say, I'm not saying we would never do it. So, if you do have something that you want to hear us talk about, ping it over. It doesn't matter if it's not 80s or 90s. If it's a new show, you know, I mean, we don't want to watch stuff that was done last year. Like yeah. we, we have to have a cut off somewhere around about the early two thousands, I think. Otherwise, it's not yeah. nostalgia. Um, but we will, you know, genuinely look into these suggestions. Some of them we can do straight off the top of our head, so those will yeah. go on the list. And and others, yeah, if they take a bit of research, we'll get round to them, guys. Just um, it, it'll be a while because we've got to actually research them, which is going to involve digging stuff out, watching them finding it in some instances yes. you guys really do like some random shit some of you um well, i've been saying that i mean there's some, some proper mainstream stuff on our list as well that we can't get hold of oh weirdly the the more random something tends to be the easier it is to get hold of albeit by um slightly illegal means but it, it is there if it's not there legally then what can you do um but we will always well, try theory, not do something. the episode <laughs> 
we will always try and source something legally, first, which is why many episodes have been bumped back as well. So there are actually some things that have been on the list that we might have tweeted out and said, we're doing this, give us your comments. And we've never got around to doing them. They haven't gone away. Anyway, we're now talking back of house <laughs> at the end of the show because you've set me off on one. I, like, I'm fucking tired. It's my excuse for everything tonight. So whatever random alleyway you take me down, I'm just going to start talking. Like, so just, yeah. Let's wrap this and I'll go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think we probably went off on such a big tangent because we've, we've been quite clear on this for a while as to where we sit and uh, what, what we think of this rewatch. I mean, as always, if people have different opinions, um, if we've missed something, please, please, please let us know. Um, we're always up for the, for the discussion anyway. Um, reach out to us on Twitter at SNPDPod. Uh, on Facebook and YouTube with the Double M Podcast Network, so seek us out on there. You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can also get our previous episodes and our other shows as well. Wherever you get your podcasts from, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple, Amazon Music, like, share, subscribe, leave some message, we get back to you as best we can. But until next time, and... End-